What up, what up, what up, sports heads, and welcome to another edition of Sports Talk KC. I'm one of your hosts, Cowboy Phillips. Hey, what's going on, KC Sports Heads? Lee 86 in the flesh. Yeah, what's going on, sports heads? And any new sports heads that may be, uh, this might be your first podcast listening to Sports Talk KC. We welcome you. All right, all right. We're just going to go ahead and dive into our Chiefs recap. The Chiefs was victorious over the Broncos, 22-9. to uh, Patrick Mahomes came in with 15-29, uh, 184 yards. Uh, goose egg in a touchdown apartment and one INT. Clyde Edwards-Alaire did have 14 carries, 54 yards. And uh, Patrick Mahomes had the uh, rushing touchdown. Uh, let's see what we got in the receiving core. And the Your receptions. The receivers were fucking Darrell Williams and uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire there, fella. Yeah, and uh, Beast pretty much said it. Uh, Darrell Williams had three receptions for 60 yards. Clyde Hilaire had three receptions for 28 yards. And that's all that happened in the receiving world uh, that game. Uh, Thornhill did get an INT as well as Sorny and. Uh, Willie Gay and Brandon Ingram uh, shared in with a uh, assisted sack. But like I Melvin. said, uh, yeah, but, but not damn. I'm thinking basketball. Melvin Ingram. I'm sorry, y'all. Uh, <laughs> sorry about that. But anyway, we did get the victory. Do you all remember any of the? Uh, well, Lee, I know you probably wrote it down. Any other the uh, predictions on the uh, score? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, Beats was actually one point off of the uh, Chiefs score. Um, we I think we ended up with 22. Um, yeah. Beats, Beats predicted 23 to 17, and I kind of noted that he had the Broncos covering the spread. Um, I predicted 30 to 17, and Kyle, you was pretty close too. You were actually the closest. Mm-hmm. And 24 to 13. Um, we all did not have the Broncos eclipsing the 20 point mark, and they did not. Um, yeah, um, we were all pretty pretty much close with the pick. So I'm glad that you uh wanted to highlight the uh score predictions for that game. Yeah, yeah, because I, I remember one of them was pretty close. So. I'm going to try to stay on top of that for the uh, up-and-coming show, sports heads. But let's just dive in on uh, this Chiefs team. The offense is still not where we're accustomed to, but this defense is starting to really gain a lot of head of a lot of steam uh, going into this latter part of the season, which is a good thing. We just wish our offense can catch up. But what are some of you guys' thoughts on this previous game against the Broncos? Uh, exactly what you said, uh, Big Dog. Um, you know, this defense is continuing to be the hammer and not the nail. Um, they are, you know, um, you know, it, it's just, a, like I said, I give credit. I give credit when credit is due. And um, by a long shot, the uh, defense has to get the credit first and foremost. Um, like you said, man, um, Thorny being comfortable, um, it's making a difference. Um, you can see a different kind of bounce in his step. Um, how he was that year, um, he went down with that ACL. 
the Super Bowl year, actually, 2019. Um, he's back to old form. Um, a thing that's really um, a thing that's people that people really is not talking about. And I kind of talked about this in the preview of this game uh, against the Broncos was I wanted to see what we were going to do defensively with Fenton being out. And I'm going to just give credit because DeAndre Baker, he was a he was impactful in that game. Um and I kind of, I kind of forgot about DB, and um, you know he stepped in and had a really solid game and made his presence known. Um, being on some islands, you know, having good sticky coverage, him and C Dub, Charvarius Ward. Um, this secondary is really deep, um, deeper than we originally may have thought. Um, but yeah, kudos. Um, never, it was never no knock on Dirty Dan. I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I know Andy Reid and one of his pressers kind of joked, yeah, 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 you know, is this a beautiful thing to see? You know, everyone wanted Sorensen, you know, hatched and gone, but you know, um, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, my bad. And you know, it was just one of them things, man, that, um, you know, this the, the defense man is just it's thriving. You know, um, yeah, Sorensen. Um, not that we were just trying to you know put the nail in the coffin on Sorensen. We just wanted him to be in a different position. What he was in um, those previous first first four to five games. Um, he's in a position to where he's not being asked to cover. Um, as much he can just be a player that uses his instincts, um, and, and, and it's just a credit to uh, to this defense and to Spags and um, Matt House and Brendan Daly. What all these guys are putting together, um, making this Chiefs defense what it is. And what's scary about it is that we're winning due to the defense. We all these years we've been spoiled to. High-powered offense, Legion of Zoom. Um, it's not that. The narrative is that the defense is the brothership um, of this Kansas City Chiefs team. Uh, and that's, you know, that's scary. That's a tip of the hat to those guys defensively. Um, Melvin Ingram, like you spoke of, I mean, he made his, he made his presence known the first series of the game. Um Eating, eating the back, eating the back up in the backfield, and then following that play with a sack on Teddy, uh, Teddy two gloves. So um, Ingram has been an impact since he's since he stepped off the plane. He's hit the ground running with the Chiefs. Um, you know, so the defense doesn't need any more kudos. Hats off to all you guys for uh, keep being the hammer and not the nail. Offensively, ah. Yeah, uh, some points was left on the, some points was left out there. Um, like I've been saying all year, it seems like they always turn the ball over on the plus side of the field when they're going in to score or you know that kind of thing. You know, uh, <laughs> the drop passes. Um, I felt that that was very. Um, you know, very 
it, it just it just spoke volumes of the offense's inability to keep things rolling in the type of fashion that we're used to Sunday night. Like I said, you had drops, um, you had the untimely turnover where we were clearly marching in to put points on the board. So, you know, um, I, I, I'm not panicking. Um, I, I do think this team will get on track when it's most needed. Um, and yeah, I just, you know, kind of hope we start stop shooting ourselves in the foot offensively because that kind of stuff is going to come back to bite you you know, um, in, in the playoffs and things of that nature and must win ball games. But overall, I don't want to keep the platform too long. Overall, good win. Um, remained on top of the AFC West. Um, shut the Denver Broncos down, who are a pretty good, uh, a quietly good team, you know. So, uh, good win. Defense, defense. Keep being the hammer offense, clean some things up, and um, keep turning the tables. But good win against the Broncos Sunday night. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> um, I share some of the same sentiments as uh, Lee 86 there. Um, it's just um, – I mean, I said it last week. I'm not expecting us to uh, – be world beaters on offense anymore. And it was pretty ironic because some of those snaps, um, Denver was playing um, single high, and it still didn't seem to matter. Um, I guess I'm just talking about the offense here first. Um, yeah. I believe the drops were a concern, and it wasn't just one person, even though a lot of people were saying Brian Pringle. Yes, he had multiple, but um, I mean, it was just all around. Kelsey had drops. Hill had drops. Um, either sometimes even Mahomes didn't even, you know, throwing it at receiving speed or just I guess not as accurate as you would like. Um, I'm trying to think of the, I mean, as far as the O line play, it seemed okay. You mean you had a couple penalties that would uh, stop drives? And, and mentioning that, it seemed like in the past um, couple years, <clears throat> excuse me, um, penalties didn't really matter. It didn't matter if we was like third and twenty or third and fifteen or third and long in general. Now those seems to be drive killers as well, to where they can't even overcome that. Um, so it's it's like they got to play like a perfect game or something. Just and I'm not even like I said, I'm not even on the offense asking for like you know thirty five points. I'm if anything, I'll probably asking for two or three touchdowns and a couple field goals, and that'll get you you know twenty 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 four twenty seven twenty eight points. You know, somewhere in that range. I think that could be. You know, if they can get to that point, I think we would be all right, especially with the way the defense is playing. But I don't even want the scoreboard to, uh, you know, um, I guess reflect or uh, kind of mislead you in thinking that they scored 22 points because, you know, that that uh, one of those touchdowns came from Dirty Dan, you know, high-stepping into the uh, sweet nectar of the end zone, as Mitch Holtz likes to say. Um, you know, 
I mean, good for him. You know, Ben Neiman tested. He was there. He was around. He made the play. He made it to the sweet nectar of the end zone. Um, by the end of the season, in my opinion, he can still be off the lot if I was running the team. That's just me. Um, like, uh, what's that dude's name from uh, ESPN? Um, Booger McFarland. It's third in Sorensen. If I'm facing the Chiefs and it's third down and, and Dirty Dan is on the field, I'm coming your motherfucking way. I don't give a damn. That's just me. I'm sticking to it. I'm not jumping off of that statement or my position on that. Um, as far as the defense goes, uh, good job. Uh, the front four, I even give some kudos to, you know, not even the superstars, you know, guys like Okafor who had a nice pass break up by uh, getting his hands up there and almost picked it off and took it for a six. Um, you know, Jerron yeah. Reed uh, had some good quality uh, stops, I believe. Um, he finally decided to show up in uh, See, Actually, he had four tackles. Um, you know, he decided, couple, he decided couple to get off the too. Do what? No, nah, I was just saying uh, Big Reed uh, uh, with his four tackles, he had like like two uh, QB pressures, you know, oh, yeah. for some Teddy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I still want to shout out uh, Charvarius Ward. Um, you know, even though he can't catch a pick for his life, he had a couple opportunities to, but, you know, he's been very good on the outside because teams are really, uh, you know, challenging him with the way Steve Spagnuolo is, um, you know, having the secondary play up into the receiver's play face and pretty much playing man-to-man across the board, playing the robber over the middle, as you saw with the, uh, the Thorny kick. So, overall, defensively, I mean, just like the Dallas game, man, uh, I mean, hopefully they can just keep it up until the playoffs and actually do this in the playoffs when it's, you know, when it's do or die. Uh, like I said, offensively, um, I got a question just to pose. Do you think Andy Reid is saving, is saving some shit for the playoffs? Or do you think they're, they're just doing just enough um, to um, just to win games without showing really anything? Because I will say this. I know I brought it up last year when uh, I heard uh, Travis Kelsey on uh, Club Shay Shay that if you don't know who, what that is, that's Shannon Sharp's podcast, say, yeah, they were pretty much looking towards the playoffs all season, they were just doing what they could to scoop by. Um, you know, you mean just do enough to win the game to get to the playoffs, and then that's when they ratchet it up. Uh, do you, do you uh, think that's happening again this year? Just the way things have kind of went early on, and now they're kind of found their footing, and they don't have to necessarily do too much. Or uh, it's just a theory I'm throwing out because it just puzzles me no. that uh Andy Reid team as far as um you know that's as far as their offensive output look, looks like this to me. Go ahead, Cal. Uh well historically we always know Andy got something tucked away in his uh knapsack <laughs> for playoffs. Uh I expect to see something different once we get in there. And I do kind of agree with your theory that they are doing just enough to win games. I mean, it's not pretty. I mean, we all know this. Uh, the defense is stepping up, which is great. And uh, I just wish this offense, we could see, get a taste of what 
we're used to seeing. Like what you were saying earlier, I don't expect him to blow it out the water like how they did, you know, a couple years uh, prior. I just want to see a little bit more consistency out of these wide receivers. There was too many drop balls. Pat really wasn't rushed. The offensive line was doing his thing. So if Pat's getting the ball to your hand, <laughs> catch it. Yeah. Uh, and I, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Not go ahead. And I just don't get it, you know, because they wasn't bad throws. If your hands is touching the ball, pull her in. Like that one that I cannot get get out the mind of my get off the life of me is the one with Brian Pingle when he tried to run before he caught the ball. Was you nervous or what, man? But I, I do believe with your question that you said that, uh, yeah, we, we'll probably see a little bit more different uh, trickery when it comes to the playoffs, Lee. Yeah, um, I'm in that same boat. Um, you guys have to look at this. Um, go back a couple weeks to where we played the Raiders on Sunday night in Vegas. Totally different offensive approach um you got you had kelsey standing in to help wiley and you know the the got the bigs on the islands um having late having late what i call bell slash escape routes after blocking being wide open in the middle of the field Totally different offensive approach. Um, the answer to your question, yes, I'm in that same boat. Andy Reid has always had that luxury to um, do things differently um, when all the chips are on the table, um, when it really counts. Um, we know that. We've seen that. And that's what it is. I mean, that's why he's he's one of the best at his profession is because you know um he's so good at it he's he's built he's built belichick you know they are so good at manipulating their opponents um um identifying uh mismatches um things of that nature um so yes i do agree he kind of just downs but and and that's not a knock that's not a knock on Andy. That's not a knock on Pat. This offense, nothing. It's actually a credit because I, I just spoke about it, what, uh, some a couple sentences ago, um, where it's a credit to this defense. If, Andy's, if Andy knows, hey, my guys are being the hammer tonight, it's going to be tough for anybody to, 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 to do something against these boys defensively then why should I have to be so aggressive? See, 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 I would rather win games like this versus losing games 51 to 50, how we did a couple years ago against the LA Rams on Monday night football. I would rather I would rather win games to where we're just shutting shit down defensively and doing just enough. I don't want to win a shootout showing that our defense is vulnerable and not good. The offense is hicking up, but I told you guys earlier on in the year, the problem with this offense, and I still say it and I still stand on it, it's Sammy Watkins' presence not being on this team, this team has not had a capable or reliable replacement ever since Demi Watkins has left. 
and it rears its ugly head at times this season. Sammy Watkins was very sure-handed. Mr. Mr. Wax on his gloves, never dropping things, being clutch on third downs. Pat's with, Pat was used to that. This is the first time he is not with SWAT. And I'm not going to just discredit, you know, um, um, you know, Josh Gordon, which I want to see them implement. There are some things for Josh Gordon in this offense, okay? that he, He's on the field because he's a damn good blocker. But there is some things that Andy Reid has for this kid, and I'm just waiting to see it happen. I want to see them getting the ball to um, Clyde a little bit more out the backfield. Um, you know, it seems like they're trying to get Noah Gray involved. You know, I just want to see that same – type of approach when it comes to Josh Gordon, um, you know, um, Pringle in a way. You know, I think Pringle is good and can get open. I just think stuff isn't dialed up for him all the way like that. But, you know, yeah, it's the answer to your question, man. Yeah. I, I do I wanna, well, I kind of got another question just to add on, on that as far as um, Josh Gordon. I mean, I mean, how do you expect him to to get in a rhythm when you don't even give him a chance to? You don't even throw the ball his way. I think the only time I think he's the whole time he's been here, he only got like three targets and caught one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, and I say that to say because you alluded to earlier, you know, stuff like that's going to bite in the playoffs. I mean, in the playoffs. Especially the way it's looking now, look like you may be going to Foxborough, and you know Belichick's going to take away Tyreek Hill and uh, and Kelsey. He's going to make you. He's going to make you play left-handed. Those well, guys going to have to step up. I mean, I why try to get them involved now to where their confidence is up. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't be so quick to say we're headed to Foxborough because um, New England didn't show me. Yeah, they won against Buffalo, but. When your quarter, when your quarterback throws, I'm not, I mean, I'm not even gonna get on this, but I mean, you just brought up, you know, you it quickly popped in my head once you said we might have to go to Foxborough, but I mean, it is what it is, but uh, I, I wouldn't be scared of that at all, but yeah, I just think that hey, you know, this offense, it's the drops, it's the self infliction that keeps ring, it's ugly. Yeah, it seems like the fumbling and things of that nature has cleaned up this act. So let's just see if these dropsies and these, you know, miscommunications between Pat and these receivers, you know, somehow come come to the forefront and, and, and don't keep don't keep biting us. But I'm going to just say this, man. I think they were on pace. They ended up with 22. I think they were on pace for that 30. Like I said, uh, Bucker missed a uh, PAT, and you were driving with a vengeance to go in for a touchdown, in my opinion, um, once that once that interception, uh, you know, pretty much ricocheted off a of heel and into the hands of uh, Patrick Sertain the second. So that's eight points right there. That's 30. So you take away those and those drops. You know, the drops were were killers. Um, they were, you know, some drops like the one Cal's talking about where Pringle tried to cut up field. 
before he had tucked and looked that thing all the way in, that would if he catches that, he's running for a little bit, and that puts us in field goal range. He dropped it. No, no field goal attempt because the drop. Though that's points right there. That's eleven points to me. So you take you 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 get those eleven. That's thirty three points. Yeah, taking to credit, Dirty Dan took one to the sweet nectar. I get that, but this team is not far off. You know, um, I just think that you know um, that's what's concerning too. Um, you alluded to that that you know how Denver was just running that single high safety. Um, that's what was. I'm not going to say alarming to me, but it was an eye opener. Uh, the fact that Denver was able to run that single high safety and pretty much make Tyreek and Kelsey non-existent. That's what was eye-opening to me. Whatever Denver did or Vangio was doing in that single high safety look, he pretty much took Kelsey and Hill out of the game all night. And I don't hear too many people talking about that, but that's the first time I've seen all season where Hill and Kelsey, the both of them, were non-existent. And Josh Gordon is going to have to get – you're talking about a guy, Tyron Matthews, just basically when this dude came in. Like he reminds me of Calvin Johnson, you know, Julio Jones. This dude is a freak of nature. There's it, it, it can't be like what is it for? I just think he's too. I just think he's he's still good enough and can produce for him to not be getting anything. Just considered run blocking, especially with McCole Hartman seemingly to be in the doghouse. His snap count decreases every week. We turn around. So, but I'm not I'm not panicking. <laughs> This is Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes we're talking about, but yeah. You got anything else on that, Big? No, I was gonna say I was gonna see if you had anything. No, I ain't got nothing much, man. I mean, uh, pretty much what you guys been saying. I mean, uh, I mean, I feel like a broken record, but like that's the only thing. I, I was like, if I know, I see it. I know they see it, so I know, and they get paid. And they know way more about football than I will ever know about football. So I'm just like, nigga, are you – like, that's why I threw that theory out there. It's like, are they just trying to trying to win by showing less and then just wait to the playoffs? Or like, there's, there's, there's firework. There's firework packaging <laughs> in the arsenal, okay? Um, it seems like every time we – kind of ask ourselves, well, you know, what's wrong with the offense? They come out the next weekend. Oh, there go Pringle. Oh, there go Hill. There go Kelsey. Look at this. <laughs> you know, so I, I'm just kind of like, hey, you know, only thing I kind of scratched my head at is that Kelsey and Hill was both non-existent with single high safety looks majority of the night. You I know. will add. Well, I was just going to add this as far as uh, the Kelsey thing, at least Kelsey in particular. 
wherever that uh, I think it was young number 41. Did you guys notice like every time he had a chance, he would tackle uh Kelsey by the neck and they and, and the rest were letting him letting him do it too and like jerking his neck and everything like that. Mm. Yeah, I kind of noticed. I kind of noticed a little rough housing, you know. I mean, I mean, I know that's deliberately. I mean, I, I figure that's the game plan, you know, rough them up. Yeah, that's been that's been that's been defense's motive all year when it comes to Kelsey. Beat him up at the line of scrimmage, make him work, throw throw him and Pat's timing on. Yeah, that's been the plan all year to rough uh, to rough eighty seven up. Yeah. I ain't never seen it like that when a nigga taking him down by the fucking neck and choking the shit out of him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess so. If the refs ain't calling, they keep on doing. It. Yeah, I know what you're talking I, about. It was, it was some, it was some horse collar kind of, kind of looking tackles out there. It was. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, you know, throwing shit at the wall and saying what's there. <laughs> All right, fellas, let's go on into the next game. Um, we have we uh, we got the Raiders this week. Yes, sir. Uh, it's Raiders week again. Uh, so Actually, just... I'm gonna go into the I'm gonna go into the week 13 recap before we jump off into the uh, um, before we jump off into the uh, action against the Raiders coming up, big guy. I'm gonna go uh, ahead. And, I'm gonna go ahead and. Brush up on these uh these picks, get that out the way, because that's how we usually do it. Um, sports hits, yeah. Um, just to kind of touch up on our pick segment here at Sports Talk KC, the Week Thirteen action took place. Um, just to add, um, for the week I was top dog at eleven and three. Beats came right behind me at nine and five. And Cal for the week was six and eight. Um, so that kind of gave me a boost up over beats. Um, I now hold a five game lead over beats. I sit at 130 and 63. Beats at 125 and 68. And Cal at 109 and 84. So, you know, the season is getting down to the nitty gritty. These picks and these games are starting to be more massive. But um, just to go into this week 13 um, weekend, past weekend action, um, things kicked off with the Cowboys going down south, deep down south to the boot of New Orleans, um, getting the victory on the road against the Saints. We all picked the Cowboys to be victorious, and they did just that. Just going to kind of highlight some of these some of these games where we all went in different directions here. Um, Minnesota, I'm going to give kudos to Cal. Cal knew something. Cal was the lone participant to go with the Lions to get their first win on the year. Yes, I said it. Um, um, what's the guy's name? Um, what's their quarterback? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, golf and the Lions pulled it out on the last play of the game against Minnesota. Um, like I said, Cal knew something that being beats did not know. <laughs> yeah, he was victorious and picking Detroit on their first dub of the year. Me and Beats went with Minnesota. 
Um, we followed it, followed it back up with a counter punch to Cal. Me and Beats went with Arizona. They were victorious on the road in Chicago against the Bears. Cal went with the Bears in that game. Um, Tampa Bay, we all went with them. They were victorious over Atlanta. Uh, what's that? Um, you see, Miami was victorious. Me and Beats went with Miami. Cal went with the Giants in that one. Um, a shocker. Um, Cincinnati fell at home to the Chargers. Boy, Cincinnati, you had one damn job. Um, we all were going with the Bengals, and Justin Herbert and the Chargers say, uh-uh. Um, yeah, and got a very important road win against the Red Hot Bengals. So that was a shocker. Um, we all had the Colts victorious over Houston. Um, I'm going to say this one because me and, me and Cal went with the Eagles to win. Beats went with the Jets to be victorious over Philly. I have a question. What, uh, no, um, so I saw that Gardner Minshew actually started for the Eagles. What happened to Hurts? I don't know. I don't know. I was just about to say that it was the Gardner Minshew, uh, the Minshew show, and (laughs) boy, did he cut up. I don't know what happened to Hurts. I guess he got hurt, um, the week before or something like that. So, yeah. The Jets were up. actually, yeah, the Jets were actually winning for an extended period of time in that game. And I said, ain't this a bitch out of all times beats goes with the Jets, <laughs> then they just start being bombs over Baghdad. But Minshew said, nah, Lee and Cal, I got your back, baby. I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure y'all win in that particular game. Um, just moving it on along. Me and Beats went with the Washington football team over the Vegas Raiders, and they did just that in a very close game. Cal went with the Raiders in that one, so he fell in that particular game. But the Washington football team did do some justice for me and Beats. Um, I was really hoping Cal would have got this pick. Um, he went with the Jags to be victorious over the Rams. I told him I would give him a like an eight game bonus if he got that right, but nah. Matt Stafford and OBJ and Cooper Cup they said no, 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 no. Urban Meyer and Trevor Lawrence and Cowboy, we're gonna fucking screw the dog shit out of you at home. <laughs> <laughs> that they did. <laughs> That was just funny, funny to me. But uh, yeah, Cal went with the Jags in that one. Me and Beats uh, stayed home and um, stayed firm and went with the Rams, and they did just that. Um, the 49ers actually fell, and we all picked San Francisco. They fell to the Seahawks in the treatment. Yes, they did. No one thought the treatment was going to be existent, but all the treatment was existent. They got a very um, de- devastating. They gave a very devastating loss to the 49ers by beating them in a close one. Um, so, yeah, 49ers dropped a game against the Seahawks, Baltimore, and Pittsburgh. That was good. Cal- good. good ass game. Good ass game. Cal and Beats went with B more. Something just said, Lee, Pittsburgh. I said it. 
in the pick segment. I felt Pittsburgh was going to do just enough, make just enough plays, and they did just that. Mike Tomlin and my boys, they helped me out in that particular game. They, yeah, we're going we're gonna to give you some justice, Mr. Jones. Uh, I was the lone participant that picked Pittsburgh over B-more, and they did just that. I'm so glad that they did that, make things that much more interesting when we talk about the Chiefs looking to take this number one seed. I have one, I have one thought on this. Lamar Jackson – you can just splatter all over the fucking <laughs> locker room, you shitty ass. Dude, wide open. How are you going to overthrow your biggest? I, I don't understand. I, 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 they had the game won. Yeah, they had, they had the right call. The play before to get in the end zone, he threw it to Sammy Watkins in the back of the end zone. Accurate as fuck. Beautiful, beautiful catch. Oh, yeah. Ball placement. Too. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. two-point conversion to win the game. Had the right play call, had the rock, I mean, uh, tight end in the in the flat, and then just overthrew him. I was just like, you. Well, well, that's a that that's just Lamar has been streaking. He's been in a free fall for the last three to four games, period. So, you know, that's why I really felt confident to go with Pittsburgh in that game because Lamar Jackson has not been showing me anything. These last four games, he's been playing horrific football. And Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh did what they had to do. But yeah, that was a hell of a game. Um, Baltimore and Pittsburgh, you know. Um, yeah, I something just told me Pittsburgh was gonna win that game. <laughs> and they did it. We all know what our Chiefs did. Um, kept those tables turning. Um, to end up the week 13 recap here at Sports Talk KC for this pick segment, we had the New England Patriots and the Buffalo Bills. Cal was the lone participant that went with Buffalo. Me and Beats knew Bill Belichick was somehow going to pull that win out of his ass. And yeah. the Patriots, the Patriots did just that. Um, how they did it, 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 it's very embarrassing to Buffalo that, you know, you had Mac Jones attempt three passes, complete two of them, and you lost 14 to 10. My God, man, man, man. <laughs> that, is, to that Patriots. Uh, that defense. Yeah, that defense that, 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 yes, they have the ingredients. I'm sorry. Um, they don't scare me, but. They have two very main ingredients that has to go in your, you know, um, in your dinner, and that's running the ball and having a very stout defense, which is number one in the league um, when we talk about these Patriots. Yeah, they're their number one defense. So um, Bill Belichick, you know, he's like, hey, as long as we keep you steady, you don't make no mistakes, Matt. We got you with the run game, and we got you defensively. Don't lose the ball game. And it's working. So, yeah, um, me and Beach Woman New England, and Kyle went with Buffalo. So, um, things still remain tight here at Sports Talk KC. Um, Cal, you know, is not down and out because, like I told him last week, I make some more bonus picks to make things more interesting, you know, in the coming weeks. So, um, who knows any, you know, what each week shall bring, but things are still tight. And that's a recap for week 13's past action in the NFL. 
All right, all right, all right. So let's go on into our uh, Chiefs preview against uh, the Raiders against the Chiefs. What you guys expect to see in this game? What are some of your keys? Raiders, y'all ain't going to catch us off guard this time like you came in here last last year with your little victory laps around the stadium, okay? You ain't going to catch us off guard this year, buddy. <clears throat> um, we've already came to your house, you know, um, disrespected your living room, left our plates and everything everywhere, kicked our shoes off in your daughter's room. We did that on your home turf. <laughs> Damn. We, we, yeah, yeah. Um, we've already been disrespected your household massively. Um, it's now time to um protect our household because we know what you did last year. Um, this is one of those games um where you can really just really bury the Raiders. That's what makes it. That's what makes Sunday approaching that much more exciting for me is the fact that we could really bury these boys with a dub Sunday. The Raiders will be done. And um, I don't look for much. Um, defense, keep being the nail. <laughs> I mean, keep being the hammer to the nail that you've been. Just keep being the hammer defense. I don't care what's going on. Keep eating your Wheaties. Keep eating your biscuits and gravy. Keep being the hammer. Offensively, clean up some things. You know, um, Big Rig, get in them guys' ass. You know, tuck shit in. Look shit in. You know, um, keep the chains moving. Do what you have to do. Run behind the three anchors on this offensive line with Creed. Trey and Tooney, <laughs> just run behind them. You won't, you won't have bad results just doing that. <laughs> you know, um, have a game plan. You know, help your bigs out on the island, kind of like you did in the first matchup. Um, have it in the back of your mind. We know what y'all punk asses did last year, which our victory laps. So we gonna smack you again, and you know. Just do that. Continue to stay on top in the AFC West and continue to chase after what we know can be achieved with this team. And that's the number one seed. That's getting, you know, just handling their business. And that's all I pretty much got in this game. Don't let the Raiders come in here and do and piss in your coffee like they just did the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. Don't let the Raiders do that because they are capable, but I, they don't really scare me. I don't think Waller's going to play this game. He did not play against the Washington football team. I think he's – he's. I give him a 10% chance to play Sunday, and it will still be a very, very tough stretch if Waller plays. If he doesn't play, it should be – it, it should just be a good Raider ass-kicking taking place 12 noon here at home. That's all I got in this game. Yeah, for me, um, I mean, uh, how can I say this? I think it's going to be another one of those games where 
they're going to do just enough to uh, do just enough to win. If anything, I have them uh, really preparing for the Los Angeles Chargers, which is uh, next Thursday. So you'll have, what, four days in between or three days in between Sunday and uh, Thursday or whatever. Um, so um, for me, uh, defense, just keep doing what you're doing. Pressure Derek Carr and the Raiders will fall. Offensively, uh, give me, give me, give me two at least two touchdowns and a couple field goals. And um, game plan some uh, scheme up some other guys. You know, scheme up and play for Noah Gray. Scheme up and play for Brian Pringle. Scheme up and play for Miko. Me, uh, you know, scheme up and play for Josh Gordon, and uh, you know, get those guys involved. And, you know, just, uh, you know, special teams, just do what you keep on doing. Hopefully, Buckner doesn't uh, mix an extra point or whatever or, you know, doink it in or whatever, you know, just clean down the pipe. Um, and I have the Chiefs winning. Um, I'm going to go 24 16. Oh, okay. You're, you you jumped right on into the pick. You, you jumped right on into that prediction for that. Okay. All right. You, you got 24-16? Yes, sir. All right. I'm a... Cal, what you got? You got a prediction? Go ahead, Cal. Twenty. Uh, 20- 20- Ten. I have a feeling that's really that's what it's gonna be. Twenty ten. Okay, I like that. Oh damn! I accidentally put that for my score. Nah, <laughs> nah, that's big dog score. Twenty to ten. I'm gonna go with nah. We're gonna demoralize you. We're gonna put the nail in your coffin and send you off um, in a horrible fashion. Um, we already put 41 up on you earlier this year. Y'all did that punk ass victory lap around our stadium. That's Andy Reid, and that you know kind of mentioned that today in his presser. Yeah, that's in the back of his mind. Go ahead and give me the Chiefs 31 to 17. Mm. We're we're in the 30s in this game. I really feel that. Um, yeah, so that kind of that that leaves no introduction, you know. Don't need no introduction. We all have our Kansas City Chiefs being victorious in this Week 14 matchup against the Vegas Raiders. Um, yeah, I mean the stage is set. I might as well get on into these Week 14 picks here at Sports Talk KC for this pick segment. Um, we have a Ooh, oh, okay. Dang, I forgot that game was uh, Thursday. Whoa, okay. Kicking things off, fellas. We have Pittsburgh traveling to Minnesota on Thursday night football to face off against Kirk Cousins and the Vikes. Cal, where are you rolling? Uh, Pittsburgh. All right, I'll be back. Yeah, I think so, too. Beats? Yeah, I'll be back, too. And, uh, 
you know, I would normally go <laughs> with I would normally go with the whole team on the Thursday night since the traveling team has to uh travel as well, so they get one less day to preparation. But this is Kirk Cousins and this is prime time and Kirk Cousins sucks in prime time because he doesn't win in prime time. So I'm going with the still Kirk. Mm, I know right. that we won't, you know, a long yeah. segue into my pick, but you know, got to toss yeah, it up and, a little bit. And and Minnesota will actually be without the services of Adam Thielen. So oh, that, yeah. that, that makes it that much more tough for the Vikes and Kirk Cousins. So you heard it all here. You heard it, sports heads. We're all going with Big Ben, Mike Tomlin, and the Steel Curtain and the Steelers. Moving it on along, we have the Atlanta Falcons traveling to Carolina to face off against the Panthers and old Cam. This ball game, uh, I'm going to go with Cam and Carolina. Where are you going, Beats? Give me Atlanta and Dirty Birds. I was leaning that way too, Beats. It's it's a flip your hamburger bun game. Uh, mm-hmm. Very much so. I'm gonna go with my first mind and go with Atlanta. Mm, okay. Standing elite. Beats and Cal are going to go with the Dirty Birds of Atlanta, where I'm going to go with Mister. Damn, man, why are you gonna do it like that? Hold on, Lee. How are you gonna do it like that? I'm trash. <laughs> I'm trash. Fuck, I'm Damn. back, nigga. But I'm gonna give you kudos in this game. Um, um, oh, Cam, just fucking with you, big dog. <laughs> All right, so you um, saying he's done? Uh, no, I just actually seen that on the meme <laughs> one day. Oh. <laughs> and, <laughs> That he was yelling, I'm trash instead of I'm back. <laughs> I just thought that was just so funny. But uh I do look for Carolina to um win this game at home against Atlanta. Moving it on along. Baltimore traveling a week removed from facing this team, traveling to Cleveland. To face off against the Browns for a third time, for a second time in three weeks. Cal, where are you going? Baltimore traveling to Cleveland. I'm going to give the Browns a shot. Beats? Uh, this is another fucking hamburger game to me. This is going to be a game. Yeah, I was leaning Cleveland too. So yeah. Well, Cal one would be more. No, I went with, uh, I went with Brown. Oh, okay. You went with Browns. Okay. <laughs> okay, I, I added. I, okay, I'm, I'm glad I heard that. Going I'm going to go with Cleveland. I'm going to go with Cleveland too. Oh. Um, 
I just feel that uh, I mean, don't be surprised. I didn't pick Baltimore last week. I picked Pittsburgh. <laughs> okay. I'm not sold on what I'm seeing for Mr. Splatter himself, Lamar. I'm not sold at all. And they just lost Marlon Humphreys for the year as well. Both of their starting cornerbacks, along with Marcus Peters, they just can't stop dropping like flies and be more. Marlon Humphreys, Marlon Humphreys being out for the year as well. Oh, yeah. Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Dookie Browns get revenge at home against Baltimore and Lamar Jackson. This could really be a downfall. This could be the start of a free fall for Baltimore. Because after this, it don't get no easier. They then face Mr. Discount Double Check in Green Bay. <laughs> so this could be the beginning of a free fall for Baltimore. We're all going with Cleveland to be victorious at home in this ball game against B. Moore. Moving it on along, we have Seattle and the treatment traveling to Houston to face the terrible. Texas, I don't need no introduction on this. I'm going with Seattle. Where are you going, Beats? Yeah, give me the treatment. Cal? Yeah, it's full effect. It's back in effect. Treatment. We're all going with Seattle to be victorious over the Houston Texans. We all know what our Chiefs are going to do on Sunday. I don't even have to spend no time on that. Moving it on along, we have the Saints traveling to New York to face the Jets. Beats, where are you going in this ball game? You said the Saints and the Jets? Yes. Yeah, give me the who that. Who that? Who that? I agree. Cal? I'm in the grants. Yes, sir. We're all, we're all in a grants. I, I went with Beats first. I said, let me see if he's going to pick the Jets again. <laughs> Let me, let me let me have him let me have him spill his pick out first since he went with the Jets last week. I was just making sure, brother. <laughs> but moving it on along, we have Jacksonville traveling to Tennessee, who is coming off a bye. I'm gonna go with Tennessee. Where you going, Cal? Jacksonville, you were no longer splatter all over <laughs> my toilet seat. So I'm going with Tennessee. Beats. Uh, Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee. And you know what? We're all going with Tennessee, but this would be such a phenomenal time for the big P to come out. The parody. Oh, my God. It, I would really love that. <laughs> yeah, I bet you would. You just... You just want uh, you just want the Chiefs to have it. Don't want to see, don't you? I just would love the parity to just <laughs> kick them in their ass and make them taste it through their fucking mouths. That's oh, I, the, I think they'll get some more L's. They can catch two yeah, more yeah, after Tennessee, this. Yeah, Tennessee is going to lose again. Tennessee is going to lose again. I agree. You know, but. We all have Tennessee winning this game at home against Jacksonville. But that that big P learn is learning lurking around somewhere this weekend in the NFL. We shall see if the Jags can beat Mr. Mr. P's, Mr. Parodies. 
Moving it on along, we got the Cowboys traveling to the Washington football team. This is quietly a good game. Just depending on what Heineke and Washington can maintain. Cal, where are you going? No, Beats, where are you going in this ball game? Give me Dallas. Cal? Like that post I made on my IG, if any of you guys caught it, uh, from a show called Eastbound and Down, when he made a call saying I'm coming. (laughs) I see. I'm going going with Washington. Mm, Okay. They hold their own destiny, man. They're in the thick of things. Well, me, I picked Washington last week. Um, I felt Washington was really going to beat the Raiders. I know they have a really good team. Um, but I think Dallas kind of found, you know, on Thursday night last week, I think they kind of got back with Cooper coming back. I think Dallas in this ball game. I'm going to go with Beats on that. Um, me and Beats going to go with the Cowboys. Cal going to go with the Washington football team, which is not a bad pick. Washington is one of them teams, if you let them stick around – and play around with them, they will eventually smack you in the face and leave you stagnant. So that that's quietly a good game. Moving it on along, we have the Detroit Lions coming off of their first win of the 2021 campaign going to Teddy Two Gloves World in the facing off against the Broncos. I'm going to look for Teddy Two Gloves and the Denver defense to bounce back and get a win at home over Detroit. Kyle, do you think the same? Uh, go ahead, pick the Lions, man. <laughs> no, I'm going to go ahead and go with the Broncos, man. Damn, I Deep. wish you was tossed out. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Teddy Two Gloves. Yeah, we all look for Teddy Two Gloves to get back on track after the Beat down behind the shed from the Kansas City Chiefs. They shall bounce back. The Giants traveling to L.A. to take on Justin Herbert and the Chargers. Beats. Who you got in this ball game? Hurry! 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 <laughs> Cal? Yeah, I'm with Bates. Give me the give me the charge. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Justin Herbert and the Chargers too. You know, but yeah, I know them Giants been been one of them teams that hey, that'll be nice. That is now. Now I mean, hey, now Big P now. I'm just speaking <laughs> on Big P. That's all. That's all. When I you now just, when I say you just want to see some teams fall, so you know the Chiefs can uh, no, get no, back no, into no, some no, of these tiebreakers. That's what you. Hey, know. hey, 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 hey! I'm not worried about that. I'm. We still have to play the Chargers. I'm just saying, the Giants are one of them teams that can defensively shut the Chargers down. I'm pick them, but. Big P lurking around somewhere in one of these matchups this weekend. Moving it on along, we have the San Francisco 49ers traveling to Cincinnati to face a Bengals team looking to get back on track from their horrible loss last week to the L.A. Chargers. I'm going with Cincinnati to get back on track. Cal? 
And it's Cincinnati against who? I'm sorry. The 49ers at Cincinnati. Yeah, even though Joe Berg does have that injured uh, pinky uh, on his throwing hand, and they did lose a heartbreaker. So I'm going to go with Joe, man. You know, he's tough. And this is one of the teams that I ain't got no uh, no pulse on, but it seems like they one week they're up and then one week they're down. So last week they were down, but this week they're up. So I'm going with the Bombers again. Okay. We all look for Cincinnati and Joe Burrow to get things back on track and gain some traction in this top-heavy AFC to be victorious over San Francisco 49ers. Moving it on along, we have Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills traveling down south to take on Tampa Bay, Tom Brady, and the Buccaneers. I'm going with Tampa Bay. Cal, where are you going? Hey, I'm going to go with Tampa Bay, man, but I won't be surprised if the Bills get it together and pull it out. Mm. Beach, where you going? Shit. Shit, I'm going with fucking Tom Brady. And <laughs> <laughs> the fucking uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Bills ain't got a in hell. I'm about to get splattered in that fucking game. Hey, they coming in playing with a chip on their shoulder, man. That defense, that defense is upset. Yeah, this keep. I mean, this is gonna be a good game to me. Uh, but I just think it's it's a tall task, man, to try to go into Tampa Bay and get that. Something just tells me Tampa Bay, and it's not nothing due to the Buffalo having the Buffalo already been screwed up. They lost to New England, so. You know, I, I feel they're going to lose again, like I've been saying all year. Yeah, that's why mm-hmm. I'm going with Tampa Bay in this ball game over the Bills. Sunday night football, we have the Chicago Bears traveling to Green Bay to face Aaron Rodgers and discount double check himself. That's what it will be. Discount double check all day. Beach, do you agree? Yeah, he says he's on. He owns them. He owns them. Discount. <laughs> Double check. Cal, I'm with y'all. Yeah, we're all in agreement that Mr. Green, Mr. Aaron Rodgers, and Double Check will be victorious at home against the Chicago Bears. A dandy to end Week 14's action up in the NFL. We have the LA Rams traveling to Arizona to face off against Kyler Murray. And the Arizona Cardinals. Cal, who you going with in this dandy on uh this dandy of a game on Monday Night Football, big dog? Cardinals. Yeah, I think I think so too, man. I really do. I think the Cardinals as, as well. Beach, do you agree? Yep. Hard. All right. All right. Not really too many games where we went in different directions. Sports hits. That kind of concludes our week 14 picks here at Sports Talk KC for week 14. Like I always say, the picks are eight in. May the best man win. All right, all right, all right, sports heads. And with that being said, anything else, fellas, you guys got to touch bases on? Any announcements? Yes, I do. I 
have been fucking dropping the ball. But um, we do have a comment on uh, Apple, uh, Apple Podcast for mm. And it's a five-star review, so thank you. It says Steamer Nation, and I believe the handle is 2717 Idol King. So shout out to you. Uh, he said, just make sure. And this was posted uh, November uh, 20, uh, 20th, uh, 2021. Uh, just make sure that sniff every seat. That's all Arrowhead Stadium. That's all I could. That's at Arrowhead Stadium. Sorry, let me read that over. I fucked that all the way up. My bad. Just make sure Dak sniff every seat that's at Arrowhead Stadium. That's all I could ask for. I'm sorry, man. What? Hold on, man. What? Because it's 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 some congestion. I couldn't hear what you said. (laughs) I said we have a review. On Apple Podcasts, and I've right, been dropping all lately. It's from he says Steamer Nation. That's like the headline. It's a five star review, and it's a comment, and it's from twenty seven seventeen Idol King, and it says just make sure Dak sniff every sneak seat that's at Arrowhead Stadium. That's all I ask for. Oh, <laughs> he done picked so, up the lingo and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whoever so, that is, uh, we appreciate that. My bad. I that's like that comment's like three weeks old now. So uh, I dropped the ball. I'm sorry, sir. I really do. We really do. I'm sorry. We really do appreciate you. Uh, you know, giving that out. And uh, yeah. So like I said in the previous podcast, and I need to be saying this at the beginning of the podcast. But if you're listening now and you made it this far, you're the real MVP. And uh, to support Sports Star KC and to help us out in the algorithm, go ahead and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts if that's where you get your podcast, or just follow us uh, wherever you uh, get your podcast, Spotify, um, if you listen on whatever other um, podcast platform there is. Uh, yeah, and then also to uh, you know like and comment on the Sports Talk KC page, and then I'll let you do the uh, you know the outro. Uh, hey man, it shows that man is really listening, man. If he if he picked up on that, yeah, he's a, he's a listener. I mean, shouts out to you, bro, for real. Yeah, whoever. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say the same thing, bro. Uh, I am King, or 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 whatever you said his handle is. You know, shout out to you, man, because. The kind of lingo, you know, that's that's lingo that we only, you know, spill here at Sports Talk KC. So it shows that you are in tune um, with whatever show or shows that you have been listening to. Um, that's highly appreciated from from all of us here at Sports Talk KC 100, bro. Yeah, true. Uh, with, with, with all that being said, oh, we, we lost Lee. I'll get him come back. Let me see if I can get them back real quick. But go ahead and give your handle, Beats, and I'll get my absolutely come back. Yeah, so if you want to reach out and talk to me, if you think my sports takes are stupid or you just want to talk, um, you know, football, uh, that's more more of my forte there. You know, you want to talk shit or with your favorite teams or whatnot, yeah, you can reach me at the handle at db1492. That's D-E-B-E-A-T-S. 1492, and that's on all social media platforms such as Instagram, Facebook, 
Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, all the above. So that's where you can find me. Um, they search for you, Coward. Can they find you? Yeah, if you're looking for me, you can find me uh, as Calvia on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, I don't think we're going to get Lee back. So if you're looking for Lee, you can find him as Radham Jones on Instagram and Facebook. Again, thank out, thank a uh, big shout out to that listener that uh, left that five star review and comment, man. Real talk. With that being said, we up out here. Peace. No cheese. <laughs>